Hey guys, we're going to talk about fornication. So, Bible definition of fornication. Okay, so, from the King James Dictionary, fornication is defined as sexual immorality. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for sweet-smelling Savior. But fornication and all uncleanness and covetousness, let it not be once named among you, as becometh saints, neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, I wonder what that means, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks, Ephesians 5, 1 through 4. <clears throat> the fall, Okay, what is fornication? Okay, so... Um, this is from Russell Moore's blog post, Premarital Sex. Christians talk a lot about premarital sex, and I think that's a mistake. I don't think it's a mistake because the issue is unimportant but because the grammar is skewed the word fornication is almost gone from contemporary christian speech it sounds creepy and antique instead we talk about abstinence and premarital sex according to russell moore the loss of words fornicate and fornication implicitly seeds the moral imagination to the sexual revolutionaries because the words fornication and premarital sex aren't interchangeable. Fornication isn't merely premarital. Premarital is the language of timing, and with it, we infer that this is simply the marital act misfired at the wrong time. Um, But fornication is both spiritually and typologically a different sort of action from the marital act. That's why the consequences are so dire. Uh-oh. Fornication pictures a different reality than the mystery of Christ presented in the one flesh union of conventional marriage. It represents a Christ who uses his church without joining her as a covenant and permanently to himself. The man who leads a woman into the sexual union without a conventional bond is preaching to her to the world and to himself a different gospel from the gospel of jesus christ and he is forming a real spiritual union the apostle paul warns but one with a different spirit than the spirit of christ 1 corinthians six fifteen, the dangers of fornication okay let's see Sorry, this is important because the scripture makes clear that fornicators will not inherit the kingdom of God. Oh my. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 10, Revelation 21, 8. The language of premarital sex can enable conscience to evade repentance. After all, the problem is one merely of timing and of waiting. Then the problem is resolved. Um, once one is married, the event was in the past. This makes fornication even more dangerous in this sense than adultery. Both fornication and adultery are acts of infidelity. 
But a man who has committed adultery, if he is repentant, understands something of how he's broken trust, uh, attacked a covenant. <clears throat> he can see that even when his wife has forgiven him, he must invest years in rebuilding trust. He can understand why his um, wife concludes that if he'll cheat with one woman, why would he not cheat with another? He must work to show himself faithful. The fornicator can be deceived into thinking that marriage has solved the problem. He doesn't see the ongoing nature of the problem. Often he finds it difficult to lead his wife spiritually or to fully gain her trust. The root problem is a sin committed together, driving the couple apart. Huh. That's interesting. Okay. Fornication and adultery. Moreover, she knows, especially if he professed... Oh, gosh, I'm struggling, you guys. Okay. Sorry. Okay, moreover, she knows, especially... If he professed to be a Christian before the marriage, that his libido is stronger than his conscience. If he's able to justify his fornication, he will justify his adultery. They are not two separate things, but two different phases of the same thing. Immorality in contrast to the self-giving and uniting covenant of marriage. We ought not to be ashamed of the Christian language of fornication, but instead to be ashamed of fornication itself. That doesn't make us more con or censorous when we speak honestly. We are able to speak with more liberating power to sinners, including sexual sinners, in our streets and sidewalks and poos. Poos? <laughs> huh? Oh. Whatever. I don't know what that word is, but... Why would they write that? The blood of the cross can cleanse any sin, but uh, but no one comes to the cross without repentance. So you have to eventually, you can ask for forgiveness, but you have to actually like walk in that, like, you know, like turn away from it and like fix it. When we speak bluntly and honestly, we lead people to the cross to repent, not just to rebrand. Bible verses about fornication and sexual immorality. Let marriage be held in honor among all, and let the marriage bed be undefiled, for God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. Hebrews 13, 4. Flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body. But the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were brought, you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20. But because of the temptation to sexually, sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife and each woman her own husband. 1 Corinthians 7, 2. Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, adultery, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. That was like all in Sodom and Gomorrah. I warn you, 
As I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Galatians five nineteen through 21. So if you don't eventually repent and turn away f- from these things, you know. Um, and he said, what comes out of a person is what defiles him. For from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within, and they defile a person. Mark seven twenty through 23 You were doing the works your father did. They said to him, We were not born of sexual immorality. We have one father, even God. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me. For I came from God, and I am here. I came not of my own accord, but he sent me. John eight forty one through 42 Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is adultery. So, wait, passion, passion isn't good? I thought it was good to have passion. What? Hmm. Okay, so... Okay, so those are some Bible verses. Now I'm gonna um um I'm gonna Google this is kind of a dumb thing to do and I don't wanna offend God right now, but I wanna look up statistics. Wait. Stat statistics on sex before marriage. See what Google says. Researchers found that those who wait to have sex until marriage compared to those who don't report significantly higher relationship satisfaction by 20%. It's 20% better. Communication patterns. Wait, okay, wait. I got to click on this now. It won't let me read the rest of it. Okay. Okay, one second. Okay. Sexual abstinence until marriage has increased, but it is unclear whether establishing such behavior as normative is a realistic public health goal. I don't know if I'm on a good website for this. I think this is just statistics on how many people do and don't do that. Um, Okay, we'll read this. Okay, 10 pros and cons of sex before marriage. (laughs) Okay. When it comes to physical intimacy before marriage, faith has a lot to say about what boundaries an individual should set. Most religions suggest or expect that you keep yourself pure before the big day. 
while those who do not follow a faith, or at least not strictly, seem to be in favor of engaging in physical intimacy before marriage. What is premarital sex advantages and disadvantages? Is having sex before marriage good or bad? Um, pro, okay, 10 pros. Establish, okay, so 10 pros of sex before marriage. Establishing sexual identity. Developing sexual experience. Okay, I'm going to... Um, if we do not... Okay, wait, one. Establishing sexual identity. If we do not explore our sexual side, we cannot grow naturally and develop into it. And that means that we cannot truly understand where our sexual identity lies. Many people do not discover their sexual orientation until they have sex and realize that they are perhaps not naturally attracted sexually to the opposite sex. It is an important thing to figure out before marriage. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, two, developing sexual experience. You are considering marriage and settling down. You wouldn't marry somebody who is too childlike or naive at life. It makes sense to explore ourselves sexually so that... Wait, this, what is... Pros of sex before marriage. Oh, I see. Okay, so there's that one. Three, Assessing sexual compatibility. I, um, four, identifying sexual problems. Five, better understanding with partner, better communication and feelings, higher happiness rate, general reduced levels of stress, better intimacy with partner, better health. Okay, 10 cons of sex before marriage. Loss of interest. Partners might lose interest in each other. Fear of pregnancy. Four, or three, fear of STDs. Four, lack of focus on other aspects of life. Five, fear of breakup. Single parent, six, single parent situation. Seven, hurting religious sentiments. Eight, lack of maturity. Nine, moments of guilt. Ten, less understanding of partner. Takeaway, is it bad to have sex before marriage? Um, every coin has two sides and whether or not sex before marriage is the right choice depends, um, completely on the person and the relationship with their partner. Okay. Um, so that was from marriage.com. Um, it was written by Sylvia Smith. Um, yeah, that didn't really answer like my question though. Okay, wait. Okay, so this is from mywellclinic.com. Um, researchers found that those who wait to have sex until marriage compared to those who don't report significantly higher relationship satisfaction by 20%, better communication patterns by 12%, less consideration of divorce, 22% higher, and better sexual quality, 15% higher. These effects are lessened, but still consistent in those who become sexually active later in dating, but prior to marriage. Um, okay, so that's, that answers that question. Now I'm going to read a couple more verses and that be all. Okay. Okay, so when, I, when I'm on the Bible app. 
Holy Bible app. Um, Holy Bible. I think that's what this app is called. Um, Okay. You can search like a word or a topic and then it'll come up with all these different verses. Um, Okay, so this is, sorry, King James Version. Okay. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. Some of these I might have already read, but okay. It is re- it is reported commonly that there is fornication among you, and such fornication as is not so much as named among the... I don't know what the rest of it says. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. Revelation 2.21 Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, and lasciviousness. I don't know what that word is. Galatians 5.19 For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. Revelation 18.3 For this is the will of God, even your sanctity, sanctification that ye should abstain from fornication 1 Thessalonians 4 3 being filled with all unrighteousness fornication wickedness covetousness maliciousness full of envy murder debate Romans 1 29 but fornication and all the unclean uncleanness or covetousness let it not be once named among you as become saints um that's Ephesians 5 3 neither repented they of their murders, nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. Revelation 9.21 Morality therefore, no, mortify mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, um, I'm going to, well, I'm not going to keep reading the rest of it because I have to click on the thing and it'll take me out of the page. That's Colossians 3, 5. Okay. Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed and fell in one day three and 20,000. 1 Corinthians 10, 8. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife and let every woman have her own husband. 1 Corinthians 7, 2. Thou hast moreover multiplied thy fornication in the land of Canaan until Chaldea, and yet thou was not satisfied. Ezekiel 16.29 But that we write unto them that they abstain from pollutions of idols and from fornication and from things strangled. Acts 15.20 Thou hast also committed fornication with the Egyptians, thy neighbors, great of flesh, and hast increased thy whoredoms to... And then it stopped. Um, Ezekiel 16.26 Moreover, he made high places in the mountains of Judah and caused the inhabitants of Jerusalem to commit. 2 Chronicles 21.11 Ye do the deeds of your father. Then, then said they to him, We be not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. John 8.41 And there followed another angel. <clears throat> Babylon is fallen, is fallen that great city because she made all nations drink of the revelation or of the, yeah, revelation 14, eight. 
that ye abstain from meats offered to idols, and from blood, and from things strangled, and from fornication from which if ye keep, that's Acts fifteen twenty nine, and the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and lived um, deliciously with her shall bewail her and lament for her, Revelation eighteen nine. But I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, cause her to commit adultery, Matthew five thirty two. And I say unto you, whosoever shall put away his wife, um, except to be for fornication, and shall marry another, committeth, Matthew nineteen nine. For true and righteous are his judgments, for he hath judged the great whore, which did corrupt the earth with her fornication, Revelation 19.2. Meats for the belly, and the belly for meats, but God shall destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for fornication, but for... Um, okay, that's 1 Corinthians 6.13. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah, and the cities about them in like ma manner, giving themselves over to fornication, Jude 1.7. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess. Revelation 2.20 As touching the Gentiles which believe, we have written and concluded that they observe no such thing, save only that they. Acts 21.25 Okay, so... Um... Yeah, so, I don't know, kind of interesting, I guess. Um, so it sounds like um, if you wait for marriage, um, yeah, it's like makes your marriage a little bit more successful, I guess. Um Yeah, so, I don't know, I think, I think that's all for this episode. I don't really know uh, what else um, to really say. Um, all right, well, 